0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings everyone and welcome to the Word Podcast. This is Dale. I'm so glad you've joined with me today. And just remember, if folks ask you what this is all about, we simply look in the Word of God. And so uh, uh, let me know, by the way. Uh, I know I've, I've received some correspondence from several of you. And let me know if there's things that you would like to examine in the future. Right now, we're working our way through the book of Galatians to see what the Lord would have to say to us. But uh, I know from time to time there's questions that pop up. So if you have questions, let me know. And we'll address uh, questions as we go along in episodes and things like that. I think that'd be a lot of fun to do, to see what the Lord's teaching us. So let's go to Galatians 1 uh, quickly and pick up where we were. The last couple of times together, we've uh, looked at verses 10, 11, 12 of the first chapter, where Paul is saying, hey, you know, I'm not seeking the favor of men. I'm not striving to please men. I'm striving to please God. And he told us, If I was pleasing men, then I would not be a bondservant of Christ. And I think that's something really important for us to remember and to reiterate, that if your main goal is to please man, you will not be pleasing the Most High God. If you're a bond servant of Christ, then that it will be all that you care about is serving him. Now, it doesn't mean we go out, we seek to be offensive to men and say, oh, I'm pleasing God. No, 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 not that spiritual hubris or pride or arrogance, nothing like that. But seeking to be the bondservant of Christ that he's called us to be, we'll begin to realize that we're not concerned with pleasing men anymore. And then he told them in verse 11 that, you know, the gospel that I, pre- I preached to you, was not a gospel that was according to man. It wasn't something that just some man told me. In verse 12, he said, it wasn't something that I was taught. I didn't receive it from a man. But he said, I received it through revelation of jesus christ and even now when we hear that type of phrase it makes us wonder what what does that really mean well paul continues on so let's look at the next couple of verses right here because he reminds them of something in verse 12 he says i received this as a revelation through jesus christ then in verse 13 he says this for you have heard so there's a little um Therefore, there's a little thing that he's trying to remind them of and bring a point of conclusion and and bring to remembrance. For you have heard of my former manner of life in Judaism. So he starts to recount the way he was before in juxtaposition to how he is now. You know, do you ever do that? Do you ever just reflect and uh, sort of remember how you were before and give thanks to the Most High God? Or, do you also have this happen, where people will remind you of how you were before? (laughs) I suspect that that happens more often. But we can know that we are uh, there in with the saints when we receive that type of thing. They did the same thing to Jesus. There's that great little verse where it's talking about uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's described as the supposed son of Joseph the supposed son of Joseph, 30-plus years after he's born. That was one of the ways that the religious rulers were attacking him. They were saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we heard that rumor about how he was conceived and all that and how uh, Joseph is not really his father but his earthly father. They didn't believe it. Okay, And so Paul was saying, you know how I was in my former manner of Judaism. Verse 13 continues, how I used to persecute the church of God beyond measure. And tried to destroy it. So he's reminding them, you know how I used to be. You know what I used to do. And all of this is a response to what was being said about Paul among these uh, Galatian churches by the Judaizers. And he's saying, yes, I used to persecute the church. You know that. I think he's the one that probably told him. I used to do it beyond measure. And he said, of how I tried to destroy it. We receive all sorts of hints as to exactly what Paul did during these times. In Acts, we see, as we saw last time, that he was actually on his way to Damascus to arrest folks. Later on in some of his testifying in Acts, we see that he actually killed people. Okay, So he was trying to destroy the church. He persecuted it beyond measure. Then verse 14 says this, And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries, among my countrymen begin more extremely zealous for my ancestral traditions. So Paul is letting them and letting us know how he was before, that he was advancing in Judaism in the religious circles. We know from over in Acts that he studied with Gamaliel, the, the top teacher of that day. Paul would have been the one that we look at nowadays that would have had two or three PhDs in religion. He was the brilliant one. And he says that he was advancing beyond many of my contemporaries. A lot of times people said that he was advancing beyond all the contemporaries. It doesn't say that. It just says many. In other words, he wasn't last in his class. He was doing very well and he was extremely zealous. Well, how zealous was he? He was so zealous that he's standing there holding the cloaks while they're stoning Stephen to death. Afterwards, we see that he's the one that goes to the religious people and said, "Why don't you let me go to Damascus and arrest these folks? Why don't you let me?" He was the one, <coughs> excuse me, that zealously pursued this persecution. And Paul's saying, "You know, this is what I was." And then he calls it this: being more extremely zealous for my ancestral traditions. Hmm, ancestral. Traditions. In the scripture, we do see good traditions. Paul, uh, I think he told Timothy uh, that, you know, to keep the traditions that he had taught him. But we also see the traditions of men. Okay? And the traditions of men are the things that trip us up. And particularly the Jewish people had a lot of traditions that they superimposed and laid on top of the law that the Lord had given. Jesus himself had to deal with some of those. Jesus refused to do some of the Sabbath traditions, for instance. And that's what got him in his greatest amount of trouble with the religious rulers was because he would not do the traditions of men related to the Sabbath. Now, he did honor the Sabbath in the way that the Lord told him to do it, but he didn't do man's rules. And this is what Paul is saying. He's saying, folks, you know in my former life, you know how it was. You know I did not receive this gospel from a man, that I wasn't taught it by man, that this isn't a tradition of man. This is the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. This gospel, which we're going to see more about later, the gospel of grace, This is of the Lord himself. And if there's anybody who would have been tempted to want to layer more things on top of it, it would be me. That's what Paul's saying. It would have been me because I knew all these things. I believed all this. When you say, well, what happened to Paul? Well, let me just touch on the first part of the next verse, and then we'll come back to it our next time together. Okay. The beginning of verse 15 says this, but when God... So you have this whole long thing. Let me just read it here where you get the flow of it. For you have heard of my former manner of life in Judaism, how I used to persecute the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries among my countrymen, being more extremely zealous for my ancestral traditions. But when God, and that's one of the most powerful things, that word but right there, God did something in God's timing. When he wanted to, but when God. I tell you, if you want to do something exciting, go back and read those verses. Just reflect upon those two verses right there and just substitute yourself in there. Substitute your name in there. Substitute your background, your ancestral traditions, your denomination, your whatever, and see what it is that you can rejoice over. See what it is that occurred when you had your but when God moment. We'll talk about that more later. Thank you for being with me. and I'll see you again next time.